Welcome, welcome again to Let Us Reason Together with Dr. Jen. Let Us Reason Together with Dr. Jen. I'm here to share words of encouragement using excuses and God's word. Now I will try my best. I will try my best to motivate you and encourage you with the help of God to live a better life. We are all in this together. So I'm here to learn with you, to encourage you as I encourage myself. I just completed episode 27 and the topic was let us, uh, can we really forgive and forget? Can we really forgive and forget? And that was part one, and now I'm going to move on to part two. Now before we move on to part two, let me remind you that you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Rosspout, Sprout, and Google Podcast to name a few. You can also look at my YouTube videos, Dr. Jennifer Agard, that's A-G-A-R-D, Dr. Jennifer Agard. As you listen to my YouTube channel, please do me a big favor and click the subscribe button. Click the subscribe button. And as you click on it, please help me reach my target goal of 1,000 subscribers. I'm way below that. I'm only at 80, 81. Help me to hit my target goal of a thousand subscribers. All right, that's it for now. Let's move on to the topic. Let, can we, can we really forgive and forget? Can we really forgive and forget? And this is, this is episode 28. Episode 28, Part 2. To refresh your memory on Part 1, the definition of forgiveness is action or the process of forgiving or being forgiven. And straight to the Bible, the Word of God says the definition of forgiveness is God's promise to pardon our sins or our wrongdoings. And he requires us to do the same to others. In the scripture, Mark 11, chapter, 20, chapter 11, verses 25, and Matthew chapter 6, verses 14 to 15, it says that, And whenever you stand praying, stand sitting praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father or God, also, who is in heaven, may forgive you of your sins. Meaning, if you do not forgive others, God will not forgive you. In Romans chapter 28 and verse 28 it says, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to to his purpose. We may experience hurt, pain, and heartbreaks that are out of our control. 
However, there is comfort, there is hope in knowing that God loves us and knows all things. And the beginning knows the beginning and the middle and the ending of our, of our lives. So be confident that He will work all things out for you and for your good. Not here. It is difficult. It is difficult to forgive someone when you are having difficulties forgiving the hurt he or she caused you. However, my friends, it is only when you and I get rid of our pride and surrender to the purpose of forgiveness that we will remember, that we will remember the hurt without bitterness. We will remember the hurt without bitterness. And this, I want to make this point here. We don't necessarily have to forget the previous part one, the previous episode, I emphasized how God wants us to forgive, but do not necessarily cannot forget, but let whatever experience that we've gone through with works as a lesson, teaches a lesson. Now, to get rid of bitterness, to get rid of the hurt, to get rid of the bitterness, you must throw away the bitter stick that you are carrying around. The bitterness is weighing you down. It is causing you sleepless nights, sadness and illness. But Hebrews 12, 15, God is encouraging us and says to make sure that you show kindness to others so that the bitterness does not take root and grow, causing trouble and corruption to others. Therefore, I am encouraging you, I am encouraging myself today to throw out your bitter stick, throw out all bitter sticks. For it is only when you, only then, only then and only then you receive healing and victory over all situations. Finally, let me review a few biblical references to support the answer to my question. Can you forgive and forget? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. It is possible to forgive and not forget or to remember. And there is nothing wrong with that. For there is no scripture to support the argument that it is a sin or it is ungodly to forgive and not forget. For it is my belief that God wants us to remember and to gain experience and prevent, to prevent the hurt and the pain to occur again. Let us look at a few scriptures from the Old and the New Testament to support my argument. 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verses 1 and Samuel's, 2 Samuel 2.21 Hannah, in fact, is, let me correct that, 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verse 1 and First Samuel chapter 2 and verse 21. It's a story there with Hannah. It says, Hannah wept because of the bitterness of her soul, the sadness of her soul. 
and prayed to the Lord. Her sadness was severe that she prayed from deep within her spirit that she wept more than she spoke. Her words were so quiet that it looked as if her lips were moving but no words were heard. Not knowing what else to do and where to go, she promised the Lord, if you can only give me a child, Lord, she will, I will give that child back to you. God answered her prayers and gave her a son and his name is Samuel. Then she remembered, she remembered and returned her son back to God as a service to Eli in the temple. Another one is in Joshua chapter 4. It says, 12 memorial stones from the, from the Jordan. 12 memorial stones were set up. After the Israelites had safely crossed the Jordan River, the Lord told Joshua to select 12 men from each tribe. Then he told them to take the 12 stones from the river and set them up as a memorial so that their children would know that God had done what God had done for them. He said, when your children ask you, why are these stones here? You will tell them that God made a path across the Jordan River and he allowed the children of Israel to cross over safely. So these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. Then he, the angel, then he, another story with Joe, Jacob. Let's look at Jacob. Jacob wrestled with the Lord. He wrestled with the angel. He wrestled with the angel. And the angel, uh, the angel said, let me go, let me go. And Jacob said, no, I would not let you go. You have to bless me. You have to bless me. Then the angel touched him and blessed him. He touched his hip and he blessed him. Jacob called that place Penel, saying, It is because I saw the Lord's face. I saw the Lord's face to face, and yet my life was spared. Note here that Jacob did not want to forget the hurt. He didn't want to forget the struggles he had encountered. Therefore, he marked the spot as a place of remembrance. God wants us to forgive and he wants us to remember so that it would be as a memory to us. It would be as memorial. It would be a place of memory in our minds so that we could say, I have gone through this. I will not go through it again. I will remember the pain. I will remember the things that it cost me and I will not go back there again. Another point, point I want to make to show how memory is important. Memory is a good thing. It's a good thing. It plays an important part in our lives. In Revelation chapter 2 of verses 5 it says, Remember therefore from where you have fallen, where you have failed. Remember where you have sinned. Remember where you have fallen short. And he said, Repent. Acknowledge where you fell. Acknowledge where you have fallen short. 
acknowledge, confess it, and do the works you did at this at the first time means change your ways. Change your ways, correct your behavior. If not, he said, I will come to visit you. I will remove the lampstand from its place. Judgment is coming. God will allow things to happen that will force you to change. God will allow things to happen to force you to change unless you repent. So here is where the memory is important. Remember where you are falling short and ask God to forgive you. Ask him to change you. And he promised he will. So my words of encouragement today are, one, forgive others and you will be forgiven. Two, it is possible to forgive and remember, remember the injustice without bitterness. Three, let your experiences teach you a valuable, valuable lesson. And four, set a place of remembrance in your heart and share it with others. Let others know that you have messed up and you have changed. Now you have a testimony. God has turned your mess into a message. So I pray, oh God, that you have been blessed with this word, blessed with the word. It's just an encouragement. I am not a preacher. I'm here just to encourage you and encourage myself. So in closing, I want to tell you and remind you, don't only speak love. Don't only say to someone, I love you, I love you. Show it. Show it. Love is an actual word. So let's go out and show love to others. God loves you, my friend, and I love you too. God bless you, and have a mind.